0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Huskies on Tap, a podcast
1: for the Huskies by the Huskies presented to you by the OnTap Sportsnet. Today, I am joined by arguably the most unsung hero on campus as far as athletic goes. This woman has dedicated the better part of the last few years at NIU as the head cheer coach. This job is a job unlike any other on campus as they are considered a club and rely on fundraising and their own money to put on a product for the fans and compete at the collegiate level. This woman has showed great leadership, patience and unmatched passion towards NIU cheerleading. Huskies on Tap listeners, I am pleased to present to you Aubrey Gallioni. Aubrey, how are you doing today?
0: I'm good. Thank you so much for your kind words. You're very appreciated.
1: Hey, absolutely and thank you for coming on the show today. Of
0: course. Anytime. So,
1: so NIU cheerleading, we've been in the news the last few days. You know, I've seen certain things go up on Twitter and and, and mm-hmm. I had to get you on the show because I wasn't fully educated on the topic. So for our listeners, I want you to educate them uh, the full status of the cheerleading team. Cause from my understanding, we may have one of the few cheerleading programs in the nation that is not considered part of the athletic program and it's run solely on fundraising and out of pocket payments from staff members and maybe boosters.
0: Yeah. So you're not wrong there. Um, there aren't a lot of programs, especially d one programs in um, the country that are run solely based off of fundraising and with no you know paid coach salary or um, you know payment as far as funding for like uniforms and all of that stuff that goes into game day. Uh, our program got cut in twenty seventeen and we're kind of at this like. Um, gray area as far as like club status we technically are officially a club um, but unfortunately with applying for clubs through like SA there's like this three-year waiting period where you can start um, asking for funding, right? So just, I mean, it makes sense. It's put in place so that people can't like make up a club and then, you know, petition for money from the university. So so I get it, but it was just kind of hard for us to swallow because we were already established um, program prior to us being cut. So I feel like we should have kind of been grandfathered into that club status, but we're on year three. So this is our, this is our year three and we can officially like ask for, you know, funding through uh, the student organization. So.
1: All oh, right. That's absolutely you, you knocked out like three questions in one for <laughs> me because I was I was curious because it's one of those things where it's like cheerleading goes hand in hand with football goes mm-hmm. hand in hand with basketball. Absolutely. They're at every game, you know, the away games yeah. you got, you know, for football, mm-hmm. it's 12 games, basketball around 30 games. It's a tough schedule.
0: Yeah. It you it know, before.
1: Before we hit the record button, you said, you know, you had mentioned last year, the basketball games between men's and women's, you had 33 games. And that's oh, yeah. a, lot of, that's a lot. lot of games to have to do <laughs> yeah. in one season. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact you had mentioned, you know, you work a full-time job and all of your, you know, all of your athletes, I'm assuming, are full-time students yeah, here at Northern. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. it's a, most of it's them a, work
0: jobs as well. So it's a lot.
1: It's a lot, too. And then on top of that, you know, you guys actually have to go out and do all of the fundraising so mm-hmm. that, you know, you have it's the nice full time
0: job on its own. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot
1: for sure. I give you all the credit in the world. It seems like a tough gig and it seems like you have, you know, you have a good head on your shoulders, Thank you know, you. Bet, best foot forward. The team, you know, they're always in good spirits. And when, whenever I see them out there, they're always doing their thing. Rain, <laughs> sleet or snow. We had a lot of rain this year. Oh so, my you know, God, yes. Maybe some new, some new coats could be in line, (laughs) some nice little hats, whatever. Yes.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: This, this decal weather. It was
0: was brutal. I mean, I'm pretty sure it rained or snowed or whatever it was every single home game. We did not have one single home game where the weather was just great. So, so yeah, it's that part of it is, is really hard. You know, we're out there for every single home game. Um, as far as away games go, uh, you know, the only reason that we traveled to uh, Vanderbilt and then also Nebraska is because I uh, decided that I didn't want to rob my kids of that collegiate experience cheering on the sideline. You know, I always get emails from every single um, coach for a away game saying like, you know, we can't wait to see you. Like, here's the information. Like, here's where you park your bus, like yada, 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 all that stuff that goes into it. And it sucks to have to reply and be like, oh, sorry. Like, we don't get to travel to away games. So the only reason, like I said, we traveled to Vandy in Nebraska was because I, um, you know, went out on a limb and I I rented a bus or like a, not a bus, a minivan, I guess you could say. Um, The buses, the small buses were a little bit more expensive. So I ended up renting a minivan and kind of jam-packing like anywhere from 6 to 10, 11 kids in it and then driving at like 5 a.m. to get to... Nashville and to get to Nebraska you know we didn't want to travel the night before because then we'd have to pay for an extra day at the hotel and we were already paying for you know gas food a hotel room a car like all these things like they start to add up right so we just tried to take the cheapest route possible but let me tell you it was brutal waking up that super early you know I live 50 minutes from DeKalb so I Woke up real early. I drove to, you know, to Cal with my little minivan that I rented that cost me $1,000 essentially. Um, and then, yeah, I drove a bunch of them to the game so that they could cheer um, cheer on the football team. You know, they, they love that team more than anything. And like you said, rain, sleet or snow, they ride or die for that team. So it was just something that we as a whole decided we wanted to do. And I didn't want to, you know, say no. We took the opportunity that we had. Fortunately, it came at our cost, but, you know, we, we made it work because that's what the kids wanted to do. So I had to make it work some way. So.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's great to hear that too, because, you know, we had, we had Michael love, uh, he's a soft, he'll be a sophomore wide receiver on the Mm -hmm. podcast on our last episode. And he spoke to, he spoke to the volume of playing that Nebraska game, you know, those big games in those big 10 stadiums, even for cheerleaders, graduate yes, assistants, yes. staff members. It was I, know, I know, for example, for me, um, I'm really working, trying to get passes, uh, press passes to the Iowa game. That mm-hmm. would, you know, as someone in the sports casting world, just people in this yeah. industry deserve mm-hmm. to have that right once they've worked for it. And you guys yeah, are, like yeah. you said, athletic members of mm-hmm. the university. Unfortunately, yeah. you're in a club status. So it's hard mm-hmm. to say that you're not deserving of that. And it's, yeah, it's gotta be a sure. tough pill to swallow when, oh, it is. you know, the other coaches <laughs> are like, Hey, you know, we can't yeah. wait for you to get here. It's going to be, oh, a, you know, a great yeah. event. It's not a competition either too. It's I like,
0: know, I know, you know, it was like heartbreaking to have to reply and be like, I'm sorry, like athletics doesn't travel us. So we, you know, we, we um, just chose that. We wanted to go to the Nebraska game and the Vandy game. And I will tell you, the Nebraska game, that stadium, the energy, the atmosphere is just unmatched. I mean, we also, I think it, what was two years ago that we, we played Iowa. We also went to that. So to have the kids be able to like experience the Iowa wave and like all these things that are just pivotal and like a collegiate cheerleading setting is just something that I couldn't skip out on regardless if it came at my own dime or like the kids dime, you know, I'm just thankful that I have Um, the opportunity to do that regardless of where that money comes from. But it just, I think that, like you said, when you think football, you think basketball, I think cheerleaders go hand in hand, right? Any little side, um, cheering or um, energy that comes from the fans at away games when we're being swallowed by the atmosphere of places like Nebraska or like an SEC you know what I mean like an SEC game like uh, any of those um, the atmosphere is just different you know and I think that being on the road it's it's hard for the guys to you know feel that energy from our own fans there's not as many fans that are able to come out if it's far whatever it is so being able to provide that little bit of Energy and enthusiasm on the sidelines is super important to us. Like I said, the, the kids just love the football team. So we'll do whatever we can to, you know, help them be successful, whether that be standing on the sidelines, yelling as loud as we can, doing some stunts, tumbling, whatever it may be, you know, they're, they're fully, they're fully in it.
1: Yeah, and one thing I wanted to say to you regardless of what anyone says, you are doing a damn fine job and it seems like you're doing it for the most part on yourself. So definitely hats off to you. Fundraising that. is is no easy task oh, and the no. num- you know the numbers that you are spitting out at mm. me to make things happen on top of yeah. the fact that it's a same day road trip. That's absurd. Yeah. I don't know if you have lot. I don't know if you have a ballpark estimate, but what would you say would be, you know, around the amount of money that you would need to run a full season, where you're going to not all mm-hmm. of the away games. Well, in, yeah. in a regular college setting, do the do the normal cheer- or do the other cheerleading uh, teams go to all the away games? Is that how it normally yeah,
0: works? Yeah, usually, yeah, usually D one schools they travel. I mean, the rule of thumb is generally that you can have on a full squad anywhere from 25 to 35 people. It really just depends on how big your team is. If you have multiple teams, but usually the rule of thumb is most um, universities will only let you travel anywhere from 10 to 15. Usually it's 12. I would say that happy medium is the max. I've usually been tossed out was like, we could have anywhere from 12 to 15 at the Nebraska game. Unfortunately, I only could take, I think I ended up with a nine or 10 because, um, it was based on like being able to afford it in space, you know what I mean? Space in the, in the minivan and then in the hotel room. Um, so, so yeah, I, most, most programs do travel their cheerleaders just in a smaller quantity, you know?
1: Yeah. And this, this is one thing that I spoke of too, before we got on this episode, I want to get this out to the masses. I myself with the platform that I have want to do everything in my power to be able to help you guys, because, you know, I'm, I, I don't necessarily know if I have classes with cheerleaders, but I'm a student here. Probably. Yeah. This is (laughs) this is something. Mm -hmm. This is something that you know, as a student here, someone who has a vested interest in all of our athletic Mm -hmm. programs and wants to see the people, whether it's the staff members, the cheerleaders, or the athletes themselves, succeed on and off the field, on and off the court. It really does just bother me. And you know, you Mm -hmm. got people on Twitter and Facebook bitching about you know the BYU game being in Chicago. This is a this is an Mm on-campus issue. That, yeah.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, we got one issue at hand where we can't really get a lot of fans to the stadium in the first place. So that's an issue yes, in and of yeah. itself. It but there's sucks. there's a lot of support here. And I feel that one of the things that, you know, on game day that like I said, it's a staple. It's part of the yes. atmosphere. You guys are the hype yeah. men um in a music you know in a music video you're the guy you know you're the (laughs) the background dancers the people that set the tone you know mm -hmm, it's it's, absolutely you're the stars of your own show so yeah it's it's absurd to hear the things that I'm hearing and it's and it's not you know we're not going to sit here and bash the school because at the end of the day the school has their processes and their stuff that they have to go through and at the end of the day they crunch the numbers and it wasn't something Mm -hmm. that I guess for whatever reason made sense to them to continue funding at the level they were but like you said you're in the third year. You're able to potentially get some funding back from the school. And hopefully everything will be all well here in DeKalb. We can get you guys to all the games. But I got to ask you, what brought you to NIU here in the first place?
0: Um, you know what? I'm from Streamwood, Illinois. I was born and raised, grew up here. So DeKalb is really like 45, 50 minutes away from me. Um, so, you know, I always grew up every time we were at, um, high school cheerleading competitions or anything, you know, sometimes NIU would come and showcase routines or recruit or whatever it may be that happened when I was in high school. So I always grew up like knowing about Husky cheerleading. Um, I have to give a big hats off to, um, Heather who actually used to coach the program, Um, uh, prior to it getting cut, she actually was my high school coach. So I got a little bit more invested once I graduated high school. And I actually cheered all four years at Lindenwood University. And I would uh, come back. I was still very close with my high school coach. She like moved on and she went from Streamwood to coaching at Northern. So I was close with her and I would come back. Um, In college and help her, you know, give her. She was building the program, so I'd come back and I'd give her a hand and, you know, teaching skills and doing whatever. So I would come to practice just to like be able to see her and then also help her and give her a second hand with whatever she needed at NIU. So really, my attachment to NIU kind of started young. So it's crazy that it came full circle and I ended up coaching here. it's pretty wild but but yeah so I would say that that's kind of how I ended up here you know she left the position and she called me and was like hey you know I'm I'm moving I'm going to Texas like do you want this job and I was like absolutely like I had gunned for this position from day one as soon as I graduated from Lindenwood I wanted to coach college ended up coaching high school um before I stepped into NIU just because, you know, I wanted to get a few years under my belt so that a college program would take me seriously. Um, not a lot of people just jump right out of, um, graduating college and then coaching college unless you're a GA. Um, so, so yeah, so that's kind of how I ended up at NIU. Heather kind of pushed me into the door, but at the time, um, I had gone for the position as soon as she left and I kept you know, calling athletics, trying to figure out what the point of contact was, sending emails saying, Hey, here's my resume. I would love this position. Is there any way I can apply kind of all that? And I got stiffed for a really long time and I was just super persistent with it. And finally they came out and said, you know, the reason nobody has been replying to you or anything is because the position doesn't exist. Please stop calling. So that was kind of how it came about to be honest. The, um, I want to say, the position
1: be. doesn't the, yeah, the doesn't position doesn't exist. Could you, position I couldn't
0: imagine exist.
1: like that. Phone call, I was like, like you know, in you
0: have- yes, yes, it was so it was so shitty because I had kids on the team that knew who I was because Heather said, hey, I have this girl. She wants to coach you. She's great. Blah, blah, blah. Here's her information her until they give her the position because she deserves it. Right. So I'm after this position, the kids are like going to athletics, like saying, Hey, this is the, this is going to be the coach. Like, please, like we want her to coach, you know? And so these kids are in contact with me and they're like, we don't have a coach. So like, I was so confused because they kept saying they didn't hire anyone. And I thought I was just being stiffed. Cause they, you know, they picked someone else for the job, but then come to find out, I finally, you know, called one day and someone finally picked up the phone and was like listen lady stop calling the position doesn't exist <laughs> like get like get over it like the, it's not I, I can't elaborate any further but it, it, it's not it's not a thing and then basically hung up so i was like huh, oh, okay so oh. <laughs> so then that was that's like same. such a yeah. wild yeah. sequence yeah, of events it was, but it was in the in the transition of them cutting the program but they didn't tell anyone on the program yet so they're kind of trying to keep it under wraps because i think they knew it was going to blow up but they couldn't you know release me with that information yeah. before they told the public so they just kept trying to shoo me away you know
1: they're like this lady must be like a, a report <laughs> an investigative journalist yes, or someone yes. someone working over at the daily chronicle yes, the
0: Northern Star. stars someone yeah. trying to figure it all out but yeah.
1: that's that's crazy and you yeah. seem very tenacious and very like go get a, a go-getter you seem like you know they're yeah. made, you know Something may be out of reach at the moment, but you're going to go out. You're going to make it happen for yourself mm-hmm. and for your team. I'm
0: trying. I'm trying for hey, sure.
1: Hey, <laughs> I'm giving you all the credit in the world. Thank you. Take me through. All right. So I <laughs> So this is normally a take me through what you are off the field. Take me through Aubrey Galeone off the court or field. The cheer, you know, the non-chewing yeah, coach. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So I work a full-time job on top of coaching. I work for um, a company called Next Level Choreography. So I'm the operations manager um, for a choreography-based company. We just go out and give cheerleading programs routines. So I very much live in the cheer world, eat, sleep, and breathe cheerleading. Um, But yeah, I do do cheerleading outside of cheerleading, (laughs) if that makes sense.
1: (laughs) You are the ultimate. We have an official (laughs) cheerleader girl. I'm a football guy. She's a cheerleader girl. We got to get that trending on Twitter because that's a thing. And, yeah. and, and you know, this is one thing I wanted to say, too. It's it's like over the years, so many people say hey, cheerleading, dancing, it's not a sport. What you guys do is absolutely athletic. I'm not jumping and doing flips in the <laughs> air. I, I don't even think I could, you know, do mm. some of the, the base stuff of throwing people in the air. I'm a pretty strong <laughs> kid, but that stuff looks impressive. So, yeah, that is. is some it's athletic <laughs> stuff. You guys are killing it. I don't there know you if did. you guys do any wedding choreography over there, <laughs> but I might need to holler at you when it's wedding day for me because I do not know how to dance to save my life. So that's a tough might scene be able for to me. Help you out. Yeah, I might, I might have to, uh, I might have to check you guys out, and you guys can teach me how to dance because that is not in my uh, skill set, I would say. We
0: ironically did do this year. We did an alumni birthday party. So an alumni of a cheer, a cheerleader who went to NIU, she turns fifty. Um, she threw this like big. Party and she asked us to be present at it. So we performed at it for her. So I mean, like, hey, sign us up for birthday parties, sign us up for weddings, you know, whatever can help fundraise money, you know, we'll take it.
1: So. I was gonna say too. It's it's like that. That's one of the things too that I wanted to ask you. So mm-hmm. as far as as far as the fundraising go, what are some of the like best type of events that you guys have seen the biggest return on? And yeah, I guess you would say not necessarily financial return, but also you know you're either giving to a good cause, you're running a camp mm-hmm. for the, you know for young girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the best ways or the best you know set of ways for you guys to do these fundraisers?
0: So. It was kind of devastating, but I'll touch on the 50-50 first because that was one of our main sources of income, you know, forever. I don't know how long it goes back, but, you know, you see cheerleaders at the football game selling the 50-50 raffle tickets and, you know, that that pot got split and we got to take the the other half of it. Well, I want to say starting last year, they cut athletics, took that from us, so we could no longer sell 50 50. Um, They wanted to do it on their own. And I'm assuming they wanted to take that money for athletics, but it was just kind of sad because it was something that we were so used to doing at home games, you know, walking around, putting up stunts, dropping down the roll of tickets, you know, going out, walking in the stands, selling the tickets, you know, everybody wants to engage with the cheerleaders during, you know, pregame or tailgating or whatever it is. So once that got taken from us. It was just, it was kind of a blow to us. I'm not going to lie, because we, we made a lot of money every single home game off of that. So when we were stripped of that, we just had to, you know, really heavily fundraise in other avenues to make up for that loss. And I, I don't know if we did, we just ended up having to, you know, tack on more responsibilities to make up for that loss, but it was just hard. And, you know, I'd be curious to hear What athletics actually made from the 50 50 this year because you know they have like people like walking around in like neon vests. It's like, who would you rather buy a raffle ticket from? Someone that is bundled up in a like a neon vest that looks just like an average person, or someone that's like excited, throwing stunts, tumbling, like you know what I mean, shaking their palms. They're just like really curious to see what their their outcome of that was but that was a huge thing for us we made a decent amount of money from from each home game and once that was taken away and we realized we weren't allowed to you know sell anything at tailgate or sell anything at at, at the stadium whatsoever without any sort of licensing it was just a, a slap in the face i'm not gonna lie so so that was so, hard.
1: so you guys aren't allowed aren't allowed at athletic events to sell your own merchandise
0: No, you have to have a license to sell certain things at game days. I know it's an avenue that we tried to um, look into, but I remember that the licensing was just too expensive for us to be able to afford, you know, so we just, we ended up not going that route. Um, But yeah, the one thing we did used to sell was the 50-50 and we did it forever, but unfortunately the athletics decided that they wanted to do it for themselves, so Um, So yeah, so we got that was taken away. I think our main source of fundraising right now is um, working cheerleading events. So I used to work for a brand called Varsity Spirit. It's probably one of if not the biggest cheerleading company in the world. Um, And so I've networked with a lot of people. Um, through working that job and so my kids will work cheerleading competitions that are hosted around the area and then we'll get a check from that but it's just it's hard because they're long days right it's like they have to be there at 7 a.m and they'll work till 10 30 at night two days in a row you know they're exhausted so on top of going to school practicing and then having to set us out set out like time to be able to to do all these things and raise all this money I mean they work anywhere from five to like eight competitions, you know, to try and for us to, you know, get by on top of all the little other things we do. But I would definitely say that working the events is our main source of of income for sure.
1: Yeah. And that's tough. I mean, I, I work double shifts in the restaurant industry. Mm
0: -hmm. That's,
1: that's not 730. Mm -hmm. It's not 730 to 10, which
0: it's a I'm, lot. Assuming, it's crazy I'm assuming
1: hours. these girls are, you know, these girls and guys are waking up, you know, yes. five, five yeah. o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning and then they're not getting home until 11 at night and then think, yeah. you know, hey, maybe you got a project or some pages. Yeah. And then on top <laughs> the of that, part. they're not taking home any money themselves yeah. just so <laughs> that like, they can afford check, to do yes. what. Yeah, so it
0: sucks because it's not it like, rubs me like the the wrong way. Way. Yeah, it's not like they're getting a check in their hand. It's like I'm getting a check that says NIU cheerleading and then I have to cash it through the school, which is ironic since that we're like not under athletics, but, um, yeah, so that's it, it's just that's really, crazy. It's, it's, it's it hard. really is it's,
1: disheartening.
0: It's, 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 it's hard. And I feel almost guilty for putting these kids through it, but it's like, we have to decide at what cost we're going to go to be able to like, let them, you know, do their passion, let them cheer, let them compete. All these things just, they really start to tally up and they, they cost a lot of money. I mean, we're talking, I would say at least for like, Warm-ups, palms, bows, Megs, signs, uniforms—those are all things that profit like the school, right? Like game day, anything you see on their bodies at a football game, at a basketball game, any of that stuff. I personally think should come from the school because it's it's at a game day. You know what I mean? Um, I, I yeah, you like,
1: shouldn't you shouldn't have to be paying out of pocket. And I mean, yeah, it's
0: yeah, I've,
1: played, I've played I've played semi professional sports. I've worked mm-hmm. in professional sports. It's very semi, it has that semi feel. It's not, it's, it's NIU. It's a D1 school. It's not like we don't have a treasured history with athletics, whether Mm -hmm. it's football, baseball, basketball, whatever it may be. And the thing is too, is it's like, I've seen a gazillion Belk Bowl and quick lane bowl and all the hoodies. And I've seen all all of of the, all of the, all of the flip flops with the names etched Mm -hmm. and the numbers on it and the sweatpants. yeah. and all that stuff. And, and <laughs> that's hard. Costs it's hard money. for
0: the kid. It's hard for the kids to see it too, because it's like, they instantly just assume that they're, they're not worthy of that. Right. So they see other athletes walking around with, you know, like whatever gets donated or, you know, like iPads and like, wow, we can't even get shoes or we can't even get a warm-up. You know, I think the warm-up is the biggest one that irks me a little bit because we're standing outside and, you know, God knows, negative degree weather whatever it may be and unfortunately what we can afford is really cheap warm-ups like these kids are paying for them out of their pocket most of the time so I go the cheapest route possible so I'm not sucking them dry I mean they're college kids we all know how that works most of them are broke like <laughs> let's just be real like everybody's I'm, I'm been, also broke. Everybody's <laughs> been there yeah you know what I mean like I, I'm only 27 like I get it I know the struggle been there you know so I do the bare minimum when it comes to clothes but it's like it sucks because they are freezing their ass off in the sideline like freezing you know I I went out and bought them hats and gloves on my own because I'm like I can't ask them to stand on the sideline and freeze and get like sick and like all these things like are we gonna do it absolutely but it, it just sucks that we're wearing like paper thin like garbage bag material because it's what we can afford you know
1: yeah like, i was a i was a winter coat and gloves guy for the western michigan game and i was also oh a, i was also oh a sick, sick guy the next day yeah. so i can only imagine and i, and I yeah, saw them yeah. out there doing their yes. thing those did not yeah.
0: look like the thickest of uh coats yeah, they're true troop- they're troopers they're troopers, troopers for sure
1: do you guys have merchandise or stuff that you're able to sell like uh at a off-campus events and other stuff like that, maybe so, hats, t-shirts, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So
0: what we do, um, we just started doing that that this year. We actually um, are in works with a company called Graphic Edge, where they basically set up like an online store for us, and the kids can buy gear from the store, and then we can, you know, set a certain profit margin on on merchandise, and then we we pocket that money back as a fundraiser. So, I mean, that's great. But other than that, unless I just go out and order from a catalog or whatever um, it's not like, I'm not going to sit here and say athletics has done absolutely nothing for us because it's not true. But like, I just don't feel like they meet the bare minimum. I will say that like they did give us like an Adidas stipend, which was, I want to say maybe $1,500. But like when you break that down again, we're getting the cheapest bare minimum material for one thing, so it can like that amount of money can maybe buy my team a pair of pants or socks or you know what I mean like nothing it's not like they can buy us a full warm up or like I was gonna say you know we I mean? would hope to,
1: we would hope the cheerleaders have some pants on out there because that would be a very tough scene for the I athletic mean, and you department. You know you know what,
0: you know what also with. kind of sucks is like we're obviously branded by Adidas so it's like we can't wear other name, name brands on. Um, oh, so yeah. You're uh, limited to yeah, what you can you know, order. We're, we're a, we're a little limited, you know, Adidas happens to be one of the more expensive brands. So it, it's hard. So unless it's a brand that I can't see the logo in um, like it can't be Under Armour. It can't be Nike, you know, any of these things, but it's like, it's so expensive. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's very tough to say the least, but I will, you know, give a shout out to my kids because they withhold whatever weather is thrown at them. But I can't tell you, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't feel guilty for making them stand out there. It's either that or they all don't match, which is kind of goofy because I don't want them to be panned over on ESPN or whatever network. Yeah. I'll be wearing and it's
1: like, different. Oh, like,
0: that's not collegiate in any way, shape, or form. So that's I just. How,
1: that's how you guys yeah. end up going viral real quick. on like, what are the mats <laughs> yeah, and like, hashtags for bar like, so. What is the
0: cheer team wearing? You know what I mean? It's kind of stuff like that. So I try to make them obviously as uniformed as possible. That's what a sports team is, um, just sure. kind of with our budget i guess
1: yeah and the thing is too is it's like it's like at the end of the day you're still a coach you guys still have practices you're still yeah, at the end yeah it's, we didn't you know,
0: even touch on
1: any of that <laughs> it, yeah i was gonna say we didn't even get that far i feel like yeah. we're gonna go way over a half hour 45 <laughs> minutes but i don't got class till 330 so we're good <laughs> but i wanted to say it's like you know it's still a team environment it's still a sport you're not necessarily competing for like a rose bowl or like a bowl game or yeah. something but you know you have your own competitions and at the end we of the do. day too you guys, I would assume, are extremely OCD and perfectionist about how you are yes. because you're in front of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And too, when the cameras are on, you know, when we get the, yep. the Tuesday, Wednesday night games, those are ESPN yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're on Fox. You know, yeah. these cha- these games are broadcasted in front of a lot of people, so yeah, you got to come correct. You got to look right. You got, you know, you gotta you gotta make Absolutely. sure the outfit is correct. And mm-hmm. it, it's tough when you know you said you're dealing with limited, you know, limited money, and also you can only really pick from Adidas, but I got to ask you, so with practices and other like team-related events, are you mm-hmm. having to book outside places to have these practices, or are you able to have practices here on campus?
0: Um, so we are fortunate enough to have access to the VEC. so they practice in the Convocation Center and the gym that's um, downstairs. Um, the only... Really, really unfortunate thing is, is we kind of get like last pick, right? So we're not a sport. So it's basically when everybody else is done. So that leaves us to practice generally from 7.30 to 10.30 at night. So it's a really brutal time period for the kids. You know, if those kids have 8 a.m. classes and I'm keeping them there till 10.30, like last night, we didn't get out to 11. closer to 11 o'clock, I didn't get home till midnight. So, so it's, it's super hard. We just get kind of, you know, the shit under the stick. It's whatever, whatever works, um, in the VEC schedule. And some days we can't, we don't have access to that. To that facility because there's an event going on or there you know other sports teams need it like we over spring break um, most college cheerleading teams that compete at NCA they go through this thing that every all cheerleaders have nicknamed Hell Week because it's a uh, spring break for the rest of the university but the kids practice every single day sometimes two a days so they'll practice in the morning and then again in the evening with like a break in between. Um, but two of those days, like there's something going on at the convocation center. So I'm having to go to DeKalb high school, you know, and, and luckily I have a good relationship with the, the cheer coach there and they've let us use space in the past, but that is, definitely happened more than once where I just couldn't get any space anywhere on campus so I just had to revert to calling you know to high school or sycamore or any of the surrounding areas of the high schools which is kind of sad right like we're a college program like and we're going to high school to be able to practice you know it kind of sucks but we we make do and we have to do what we got to do and so so yeah it's it, it's frustrating but we we, we do what we got to do to get by like you said just we don't have a Rose bowl or an orange bowl or whatever it may be. But I mean, we still compete at the collegiate level. We're still just as hungry as every other sports team. We want to win a title, you know, the past two years at NCA, we've come in second and third place. And it's like, we just want to have that title. We want to bring that title back to Decal, whether people respect it or not. But um, I mean, the kids just put in, so much work. And it's like, we're cheering for all these other sports and doing everything that we can to, you know, make the university look good all while, you know, competing on our own and, and wanting to win a a championship for ourselves. So it just, it begins to be a lot, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's part of the glitz and glamor of college athletics too, is Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you guys get, you know, whenever they do pans or they tilt over, you know, there's always a a beautiful cheerleader doing, you know, her little routine, whatever, you know, one of the guys tossing the girls hundred feet in the air, catching them, they're yeah. doing a bunch of flips. It's, yeah. it's something that, and it's even in, you know, it's even in college football video games. I see it yes. in the basketball yes, games. It's,
0: it's crazy. Right? It's, it's part, <laughs> the pivotal of the, part of yeah, it's, it's a the pivotal game day part atmosphere. when,
1: when game day shows up to, you know, mm. whether it's college basketball game day or college football game day, they always grab a cheerleader or yeah, two and always. have them, you know, always. So I know. It, it just feels, <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. It, it, it doesn't it's, feel.
0: frustrating. It's frustrating to say the least. And it's like, I, I try not to think of it like this, but it's like, oh, we're good enough to, you know, shake our palms and smile for a camera for ESPN. But we're not good enough for someone to care about our program as a whole or for it to invest a little bit of more time or effort. I mean, I still think that there's things that cost zero dollars that, you know, aren't being done. Like we're, we're not involved in the victors banquet, the end of the year banquet. I think that was one of the most disheartening things to sit and watch. Like it's this end of the year sports banquet for all sports teams, right? So my kids are all dressed up, they're dressed up to the nines, having one have a good night, they're all sitting in the auditorium, like, and unfortunately, we just aren't recognized, we don't get to stand up when they, like flash on the screen names of people that are on the honor roll or the dean's list or whatever it may be. It's like, my kids work just as hard as everyone else. So to feel like we just kind of get snubbed on everything. It's just, it's a hard feeling for me to watch, you know, I'm watching the kids, that I love and appreciate so much go through something and feel like they're just not valued. And it's, it's hard to try to like boost that morale and like make them feel like they're worthy of that appreciation of that attention um, of that respect. You know, I think cheerleaders fight for that their entire lives. It's not something that is new for us, you know, like everybody thinks that we're just on the sideline, shaking our palms and, you know, smiling for a camera, but in reality it's really grown into this, athleticism. And it takes so much to go and do the skills that these kids are doing and to feel like not appreciated or to feel like their, their efforts are not, um, respected is just not the best feeling, you know? So that's why I'm in the position that I'm in. I will continue to fight for them in any which way I can be their advocate. It's just hard, you know, it's exhausting working a full-time job and, you know, doing it for pride, right? I do it because I love them. I do it for, the fact that they deserve someone to believe in them. They deserve someone to care. They deserve everything. I just, I coach the most kind, hardworking, dedicated, committed group of college kids. And I think that's why I can't walk away from it. You know, it, it's hard for me. You know, I've, I've had other offers from other universities and it's like my heart is here. You know, I came into this wanting to build a program for Illinois, Illinois High School has the best, and honestly, anyone can quote me because it's 100% true and I will fight anybody that tries to tell me different. We have the best high school cheerleading in the country. In the country. IHSA is unreal. But unfortunately, all those kids then go out of state to go cheer competitively because Illinois doesn't offer any really good competitive teams. So I was, I came with the mindset, like, I, damn, I really want to change that. I want to give these kids place to go if they don't want to, you know, go out of state or go far from home. And that's kind of why I ended up at Lindenwood, because I didn't want to go super far, but I wanted to be in a real collegiate competitive program. And it was the closest one outside of Illinois. You know, it's right outside of Missouri. But but yeah, so I really just wanted to change that for Illinois and. I'm doing my best regardless of if, you know, people see that, whatever it is, I get enough um, gratification from my kids and from my kids' parents and the people that do actually appreciate me. It's, you know, I, I wouldn't be here otherwise. It's something that I'm super passionate about. Coaching is something that I love. It's, not necessarily just about cheerleading. Do I love cheerleading? Absolutely. Have I done it my entire life since I could walk? Of course. But at the end of the day, people coach because you want to change someone's life. You want to shape someone's mind, you know? You want to help them be the best version of themselves as well as an athlete as they can possible. So it's it's a tough position to be in, but honestly, I'm I'm super blessed to be where I'm at, regardless of all the adversity that I've faced. I am very lucky because I do think about um, years past where I just prayed to be in the position that I'm in now. As far as coaching, I've always wanted to be at NIU. I had thought about the position for a really long time. So, you know, to be a college kid and be 20 years old coming back from my own university and, you know, helping, giving a helping hand to the NIU kids and to now be running that program is just like, it's come full circle for me. And it's a, it's a really great feeling. Do I wish things were different? Absolutely. But I'm, you know, I'm just gonna keep advocating for the program and doing what I can to keep it alive. And, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get paid one day, or hopefully the program will be reinstated. You know, it's just, it's kind of an uphill battle, but you know, I'm willing to, to put up the fight because I truly believe that my athletes are worth it.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing that you, you know, you bring up, whether it gets reinstated or not, you know, you're doing mm-hmm. everything in your control that you can possibly do without driving yourself absolutely that <laughs> shit crazy uh to, I mean, to keep I do. this thing in rest
0: lie. I do I do they you know what I I love them they do drive me absolutely insane but <laughs>
1: but you're a coach a, but that that, yes, that goes for yes. any coach any absolutely. coach any in sport. any field and and yep, I, want, you know, like I want you know I want you to have a couple words with Matt Nagy the Chicago Bears <laughs> head coach because oh, your job your job have as a, couple, a coach more
0: than a couple words for him <laughs> hey we'll,
1: we'll bring you on Bears on tap if you want yeah. that's let our me, Bears podcast
0: because like I know I love cheerleading trust me could talk about football forever being on the sideline you know what who's Aubrey outside of cheerleading I I love football I love sports I specifically love football just because you know I grew up on the sideline right my brother is um a football coach he you know, also does broadcasting and all these things. So he, I love to pick his brain. Um, I have a pretty good relationship with some of the NIU coaches. So it's nice to be able to like sit down and talk about football and all these things. Like I I do love football outside. of. All
1: right. All right. Aubrey fourth, fourth and three, we're on the 17. Are we kicking the field goal or going for it? The analytics say, if we go for it, we're getting a touchdown in the next three plays. What's your call?
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. So,
1: so like, and that's the thing, that's the thing though. It's like, you you also like football too, and that's the, mm-hmm. you know a lot of times people always just like oh they're just cheerleaders or they're yes, just you know yes, part, just of part of being a cheerleader, part of being we're killing that yeah. stigma. She's football girl, cheerleader girl, all
0: that. <laughs> yeah, hashtag all.
1: <laughs> hashtag hashtag all of the above. So are you a Bears fan? Um,
0: you know what? I'm I'm gonna say yes. I'm clearly from the sh- Chicagoland area, but you know, man, it is so. Hard to be a Bears fan, which I'm sure everybody can relate to. Oh, I'm yeah. more of like a I specifically like players kind of girl, you know what I mean? Like I uh, I follow. I
1: feel like you players, might be but... like a Patrick Mahomes girl or something like that. <laughs> Was <laughs> I, mean, I right? He, he is a,
0: phen- <laughs> a phenomenal football player, so I'm not even not even gonna de- de- gonna deny that. But um, yeah, I just I have a love for the game, and I love I love to hear about it. I love to like watch film i love to listen to coaches talk about it all these things it's just intriguing right the sport of football is so um there's so much that goes into it that i don't think people realize it's not just like x's and o's like defense there's yes there's there's literally a science to it and i'm so intrigued by it so yeah i i love i I, I love 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 to hear that I I I gotta.
1: I'm gonna turn this into like our player style (laughs) interview real quick. So who's your who's your current who's your current favorite player in the NFL?
0: Oh, oh my God, that's a hard (laughs) that's a hard that is a really hard question. Um, I mean, I will forever love OBJ. So like, I'm a big OBJ girl. Okay. But like, also, uh, mm, I mean, given his circumstances. I don't yeah, know. you can't really <laughs> yes. rock
1: with the Browns. Yeah, I, and yes, and There I'm was saying. a guy on the Browns. You can be a Browns fan. Caught. There was a guy on the Browns. I, don't, I think his name's Greg Robinson. He just got caught with like all of the pounds of weed in the state of Texas. Like he got oh, caught wow. with like 200 pounds of weed. So um, tough, I, tough, tough, tough yeah, week yeah. <laughs> in Brownstown. So it's,
0: it's always a tough week in Brownstown. Let's let's be for real. I, I'd say <laughs> probably my favorite. I'm trying to think. I. Okay, I might be a little biased because I, I actually know him, but I love Khalil Mack. I think he is a phenomenal – yeah, I, I think he's a phenomenal human being. And I, I'm not going to – just name dropped him. But, like, he's just a good – he's all around a good human, right? He's a he's a good person attached to an unreal football player. So. Absolutely. And, I mean, and I one of my favorite players as well. Yeah, yeah, I got to throw that. I got to do it for the Bears a little bit. You know, talk a little shit, but – they do have some some key players on their team that are just really all around amazing football players. So I'll well, give I it love to Khalil on that one.
1: I love to hear that, and actually I love to hear you know your bit on him too because there's a stigma around Khalil Mack with the Halloween stuff and not talking to the media that he's kind yeah, of an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like dude, just let him play football. And, yeah, and exactly, even this year, exactly. he's getting double, triple team stuff like that. Leonard Floyd's not making that much noise opposite of him. It's like. Obviously, last year, across the board, the, or two years ago, I'll go 2018, was an outlier season. You're not going to have all those pick sixes, fumble returns, sacks, all that stuff. It's just not going to happen every year. It, we didn't,
0: exactly, exactly. We didn't
1: have that level of playmaker ability this year, but the defense, numbers-wise, still performed. They were in good points per game, good yardage. They got set up in a lot of un- inopportune, plus-territory possessions where the other teams getting the ball on like our 40 yard line so what are you really going to do with that you know
0: correct correct you know there's there's only so much you can do but when he is on the field I just feel like he you know he makes it happen regardless of how many people are are on him you know but he he does kind of catch a little bit of a bad rap I will say that
1: Yeah, I, I, I give my, my hat is all the way off to Khalil Mack because I, and I talked about this actually, I forgot, it may have been on Irish on tap, or I I do too many podcasts, my mouth's always running, (laughs) I'm always on a microphone, but I actually like the energy that you're matching me with because a lot of times, or not a lot of times, but there's some times where. I talk too much on a guest episode and I'm just like, dude, just shut up and let him talk. So I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you came, you know, you came with all the words today of and you're course. you're put you're putting the show on your back like you put on i and on your back.
0: Always. But, I will always be here to support anything Husky related.
1: Absolutely. You support the show and, and you know, we support you guys in the team. But, you know, with Khalil Mack, it's like I remember where I was. I was laying in my blanket with, you know, my Bears blanket on my bed. All that woke up screaming like Khalil <laughs> Mack is coming to the Bears. We're going to the playoffs. And, and all last year, you know, 2018, 2019. He, he, he's, yeah, he, he's been great. And, and yeah. I think he deserves every dollar he's got. There's been some talks I myself will throw myself out on, out on or, you know, out to dry. But I've also said, you know, there may be some point where he may have to take some sort of pay cut so that we can keep the talent that we have around him. But we will cross that bridge when it happens. Keep balling Mr. Mack. We're getting yeah. back. We're get, We're gonna get back to Miss galeone because I am getting all the way, all the way off the rails because you no, start talking I'm, I'm about here, football. No,
0: are for. It. We're talking about him. I mean, he, he did he not play in the Mac? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, Mr.
1: Mac playing in the Mac hey, for yeah. Buffalo, and
0: exactly.
1: his brother was on Buffalo what, like, last
0: year too. yeah, exactly. You know what? That's where I first met him. Was at the Buffalo game, at the Detroit game. Oh. Yeah. So I met him there, but he he's a name. Let's be for real. What like? 60 something total tackles, some shit like that. You know, like he he's the shit. He's and that's that's the the thing
1: too that you brought up too is it's like football, even though you're not playing, look at the type of people, you know, you're I'm working towards being an agent. I work right now towards on the media side. I don't get paid for this. I do it for the love of the game. Let's get some sponsorship dollars in here and make it happen. But you know, football, all the people that I've met, all the people that you've met, you know, the players, the coaches, all that stuff you know, these people come with lessons. They come with knowledge, wisdom, and football is a sport that, you know, is, I would, I would argue to say is the one sport that holds the most president outside of the sport and stuff that you learn inside. Totally the agree. Sport. Yeah, and yeah, there's I a I lot totally of stuff, in that. you know, there's a lot of stuff in cheer too, that you can make that same argument for, you know, the long hours, the dedication, the routines, you know, you would, you can argue and say, you know, some of those routines with the fine tuning and stuff that you guys do is, is basically like military level perfection. You know, it's yeah,
0: it's a lot it's, of drilling to say the least.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and you, you even, you know, you guys are taking some, not taken, but you know, you guys have some of the military stuff, you know, with the Hell Week. The, you know, the, mm-hmm. I think it's the Navy or the Army or if not all of them, they do Hell Week and it's, I, I don't go anywhere for spring break because <laughs> I'm poor. My FAFSA check goes towards paying for my books yeah. and all that stuff. Not where towards, it
0: should go. Okay. Yeah.
1: Not towards, not towards PCD to, or to Miami. Your, yeah.
0: So your education. Exactly. Let's focus on that.
1: <laughs> so yeah. When, when I see all these people out there on their snap stories and Instagram stories and these nice hotels on these beaches and I'm just be sitting in my apartment in DeKalb. Maybe I'll be eating yeah. some Vinny's or fatties or whatever, but it, it's,
0: well, yeah. if you want to come to cheer practice, you're more than welcome to, you know, pop on in. The kids, like, hate me during Hell Week. It's just, it's a really long, exhausting week, but it's definitely a, a week that can make or break a team. But, yeah, I think they get a little salty when they see everybody snaps at the feet and everything. But... I,
1: actually, I actually might have an idea that you could be open to, but I'm actually pretty handy with a camera, too. Maybe I can cut a little Hell Week video Com- yeah, for you guys. Come on
0: in, whatever your heart desires.
1: Absolutely. So I love to hear that. We're making, you know, we're making relationships here with the team already. <laughs> um, one thing I got to ask you though. So do you guys have, so what are some fundraisers that you guys have coming up? Do you guys have anything on the docket we here do. in the next few months? We do
0: actually, we do. Um, next week. Well, one of our fundraisers is we put on stunt clinics. So we ask all athletes or high school level um, athletes that are interested in cheering in college. We, you know, put on a stunt clinic. So we have all of them come register, sign up, and then they get to stunt with us. And we teach them skills for, you know, uh three hours, I think it is. But that is next Saturday, I believe. Yeah, yeah, next Saturday. And then the bigger fundraiser that we do have coming up is our night at fatties. So um on March,
1: you 5th, got my, you got my, yeah,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, I was assuming that was gonna come March fifth, 830 to 10. Um we're doing we're selling tickets. It's ten dollars a ticket. it's all you can eat apps, all you can drink beer until the keg runs dry. Um, you can be nineteen to get in until ten p m. So once ten p m hits, they'll kick everybody out who's not twenty one and then you guys can drink until the keg runs dry. um but yeah, we're really hoping to bring in a lot of people with this fundraiser. We've been you know posting on social media, fatty's posted it, attached it with a goFundMe link so we're hoping to like, just bring awareness to our situation. It's not like, like we said prior, it's not us sitting here bashing athletics. It's more so just making people aware of our situation and bringing to light, you know, kind of the things that we struggle with and go through and how we can, you know, keep our program alive. So yeah, March 5th, 830, you can walk in at the door, but we are selling tickets online. If you visit um, Fatty's website, you can purchase a ticket through there. Or if you follow us on any form of social media, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, um, the link is up there for our GoFundMe and also the Eventbrite to purchase the tickets. Ten dollars, all you can drink, all you can eat. Um, a couple of us will be guest bartending. You'll see. We might have a couple. Are you surprises. gonna? Are you gonna be
1: behind the bar? Audrey?
0: I I will <laughs> definitely be behind the bar. You know, kicking it back to my college years. I bartended all throughout college, so I feel like I should be oh. fine. I'm a little nervous. It's been a hot minute, but you know, for the greater good, whatever it takes. They want me behind the bar. I'll hop behind the bar. So. I
1: feel I feel my <laughs> duty as just that guy is to come up and order like a bloody mary or like a <laughs> or like a lemon drop or like, hey Aubrey, <laughs> you make me an old fashioned? Yeah. Like just That's everything but everything but like a draft beer. Like just make me all the craft cocktails, please. Yeah, take you know your time what? with I, it too.
0: I, I I honestly I got you. I will brush <laughs> up on a couple of my skills. Um, but yeah, come come visit us. It's going to be a great night. We're going to have a DJ. It should be fun to, you know, get all the cheerleaders together, get people kind of, you know, networking with everybody, meeting alumni, um, just having a good time and supporting a good cause. You know, we want to do everything that we can to, you know, raise money for the team and offset the cost um, just to throw a number out there, like just alone to go to. Daytona just to compete at the collegiate level it's about 12 grand to just register and then to travel to get there it's close to nine so and they and they fundraise every single penny of that to get there. So, so yeah, so it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, but we're doing it. We're grinding Ooh, through it and we're $21,
1: hoping
0: $21,000, I know. And that's just for com- competition season. We're not going to like say you guys, comps, you guys don't even
1: stuff. have, you guys don't even have the new outfit. You guys haven't even eaten yes, breakfast on your first day <laughs> there, you know, for you being the yes. coach, one of the only mm-hmm. people over 21, probably a couple cocktails <laughs> on the plane. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you know what, in our, flight, our flight is at 530 in the morning, so please send prayers, thoughts and prayers to me, because getting 26 college kids on a plane at 530 in the morning, we'll see, we'll see if my sanity is tested, because I have a feeling it might be.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be NIU cheerleading home alone edition, who's getting left behind.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, so it's just hard, because there's one of me, right, there's only one of me, I can't convince someone to be as crazy as me and volunteer for free, I've tried. But really, I've So you have no,
1: you have no like assistants or like. No, grad
0: assistants I or have anyone? nothing.
1: I have nothing. No. Damn. So Yo, know, we got a. Sucks, ca- but... Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start a grassroots campaign to just get you at least one one office <laughs> yeah. assistant, maybe someone to answer your phone calls, and get your
0: coffee in the morning, or something. Shit. <laughs> You're appreciated. I appreciate hey, you, <laughs> this is
1: this is crazy. I appreciate you too for coming on this episode. And it's really it's really eye opening. And like you said too. No disrespect to athletics, you know, I'm not going yeah, to Bass a school, Bass athletes, players, coaches, anything like that. I'm a pro player guy, you know, pro program, all that. But Absolutely. it really does, it does bring light to the situation at hand. So, so one game I wanted to ask you your thoughts on, and this is a game that has a direct effect to you because it's now mm-hmm. a away game, but your thoughts on the BYU game.
0: You know, I have been seeing a lot of like marketing stuff towards it. Um, I I mean, I don't know how we're gonna get there. Like, are they gonna like let us take a bus or my kids? I can fit, I can fit,
1: I can fit four in my car, and I'll be yeah, going. But I, I don't know I don't if know. I'll have like my, my co-host with me. That day I'm too. almost
0: like kind of sad that it's not at NIU. You know, but like I, I mean, I get it. I think they're just trying to pull more people and draw like a bigger audience. But it kind of just sucks that. We're, we're going to play in the city of Chicago when our own home field is, you know, 50 minutes from there, whatever, whatever the distance may be. But, no it's a home it's thinking? a
1: home game for you. Yeah. You got to come out here, get the team yeah. and then go back yeah. home and then yeah. bring them back. It, it,
0: exactly. So it's definitely it's definitely a home game for me. I'm excited. I mean, if I. If I'm here that far, I'm just, you know, I hope the program still exists by that time, you know? So I think that's my only concern. Don't don't say
1: that. it's, it's,
0: It's hard to look towards the future. Everybody keeps like talking about tryouts and all these things for next year. And I'm just like, oh my God, I need to take things day by day. I just need to make sure we can make it through this season before I, you know, commit to anything else. But just know that my heart is here and I will do everything possible to keep this program doing or going and to make sure that these kids, you know, get what they deserve. It's hard, like this freshman class that I started with that were freshmen when I came in are now going to be seniors next year. So the thought of, you know, not coaching and not being here solely because I can't afford, you know, to keep doing this to myself financially um, is sad. And I just, I can't imagine not ending like with them or not watching them continue their collegiate career as long as possible. Because the sad thing about cheerleading and the reality is that, after four years and you're done cheering in college, you're done. There's no professional, like, it's just not how it works. You know, there's in quotations, professional cheerleaders in the NFL, but that's, they don't make
1: anything though. Yeah. They make very little money.
0: They don't like stun. It's, they don't tumble. It's very much just shaking your palms and dancing and no disrespect for dancing whatsoever. It's just different. It's not cheerleading. So once you're, you, you graduated your years of eligibility in the collegiate, like NCA level, you're just kind of done and you either coach or you, you know, go to all stars, whatever it may be. But there's truly nothing like competitive college cheerleading. So I just want them to take advantage of all the years that they can. And it's hard to think that if I walk away that that potentially might be, you could know, be gone. yeah, it could be gone, you know. So.
1: Yeah, and, and you said, too, you know, a little bit earlier, you know, you're getting second and third in competition. Yes, oh my that's, God, I want to win that's, so bad. That's I'm higher so than, bad. you know, not to throw any of our teams under the bus, but that's higher than no, any of our and teams you know finished. No, the crazy <laughs> thing
0: is? Is, like, we're, we're still hanging. Like, we're still hanging with teams like Michigan. Like, last year we lost the University of Michigan. We're talking about a fully, like... A, a massive school, right? That, I'm sure yeah. funded. I'm sure the coaches are paid. Like, all these things that people have on us, and we're still hanging with them. So, like, David versus you, Goliath. Yes, yeah. yeah, so that's how you know, like, we have talent here. You know, we're going against big-name schools, and if we're hanging with them, you know, so be it. It, it is what it is, and we're going to keep doing our best to to win. And like I said, everybody's super hungry. We had we're second two years ago. Last year, we got third. We're really just not wanting to leave the state of Florida without a national championship title under our belt this year. So. So
1: when? So when is? And and you said it's in Florida, So it's in Daytona. Yeah, when is D- the, Daytona. The be, national championship.
0: Um, April eighth and ninth. So prelims are Thursday, finals are Friday. So. And. So we'll, do we
1: have all our ducks in a row? Like everything's already purchased. <laughs> you guys are ready to rock. There's there's gonna be no. Um,
0: no, no, Fuck. <laughs> no we're, 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 not, <laughs> Fuck. we're not there yet. You know, it, it's in the process, I will say that we, um, yay, we purchased flights. So we have that. At least we can get there. Okay. <laughs> um, we are still in the works of paying for registration. Luckily, there's like a certain deadline and we haven't met the deadline yet, but we still are, you know, gathering all that. It, it's 12 grand. So like that's yeah. a lot of money on top of we already paid for, you know, flights and stuff like that. So we're still, you know, trying to squeeze out every single penny we can get in any single, um, fundraiser. I will say one other thing, April, um, what day is it? April 6th is our showcase. It is at the convocation center. It's free to get in. It's at seven o'clock. Um, we just showcase our routine. So if anybody wants to come out and kind of watch and see what they do, um, it's pretty much just a dress rehearsal, a showcase for the kids to get all the jitters out before we leave. On Wednesday, but you know, a lot of the times it's expensive to travel to Florida, and uh, their parents don't travel, or family members that want to see the routine. Yeah, and so, that's gotta be
1: that's gotta be yeah. tough because in athletics, like a lot of times you see. I don't know if Northern does it necessarily, but like take for example like the Florida State game or the Nebraska mm-hmm. game, Do they offer tickets to the family members or the family members pay their way.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure the family members they pay their way. I don't think there's oh, anybody wow. that that offers anything like that. But it, I mean, it's far, obviously, it's in Florida, but yeah. But yeah, so make sure you guys come out and support us at that showcase. Um, it would it would it would very much mean a lot to us. I think that we're just really pushing to get people at that the more the atmosphere is like the better they perform but stuff like that like we're we're in the works and I'm hopefully trying to change this but every year past we've we've paid to use the convocation center which kind of sucks because it's like we're paying, yeah we're paying <laughs> for our own our own school You know, we have to there's renting fees and all these things that we have to pay to use the facility to open up to like the public. And um, I'm, I'm praying, crossing my fingers that we don't have to pay that fee again this year, because I mean, whether it be anywhere from. 200 to 350 whatever it may be every single penny counts right so it's like anytime we don't have to spend like little funds like that on things that we don't think we it, adds
1: it, it adds small, up so quickly yeah. yeah, you know, It, yeah. adds, it up. adds up, small little nicky 300 there 400 there yeah yeah it adds up yeah
0: it adds up so i'm hoping that this year i did bring it to the attention to the athletics department hoping that they um they do kind of waive that fee and and i'm, I'm praying that that's the case but we don't really know i understand the principle behind it you know for the convocation center to be open for the like for us to like rent it or for there to be like workers in quotation security whatever it may be i just really hoping that we can waive that fee so we'll see we don't want to have to pay for our own space but but yeah, yeah. so regardless come out support us the kids would really appreciate it we spend all year long you know cheering for other sports cheering for other people so it's like it's your one opportunity to kind of cheer cheer on the cheer
1: yeah cheer on the cheer we got (laughs) hey like I said I can't dance but I can scream pretty loud so (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's what we appreciate we'll take advantage of that
1: yeah so and and I mean you know like I said at the beginning of the episode you seem like you have a great head on your shoulders you know you put your foot forward you seem like One of the, you know, like I said, one of the unsung heroes on campus, a straight leader, tenacious go getter, get every, you know, everything that you are out here trying to achieve, brick by brick, you're building the foundation. And it's, you know, I'm going to go out and say it, you know, you mentioned it, you're looking to build a program. You sound like Nick's, you sound like Nick
0: Saban.
1: (laughs) And this is a, hey, Huskies on Tab listeners, we're joined by Aubrey Galeone, the Nick Saban understudy. (laughs) <laughs> the goat, the goat of cheerleading coaches, but it's like the
0: goat of it, it's Thank crazy. You. Don't
1: it's give me of credit. <laughs> it, it's crazy. No, I know. I, 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 I just, I get a little ahead of myself sometimes. But it's, it's crazy. Not crazy to hear that, but it, it's great to hear that because at the end of the day, nothing, literally nothing. And this is a, this is a cliche. Nothing was given to you in this program. I mean, there was a couple yeah. things, you know. But it, it's. You've earned everything you've worked for in this program and it's a program that's been a part of your life, you know, you grew up in Streamwood, not yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a Dundee Crown grad, not too far from you. Yeah, um,
0: not too far. But
1: you know, DeKalb and it, it's it's an, it's not necessarily an odd town, but NIU is DeKalb. Without DeKalb, you know, you know, without NIU DeKalb is not even on the map. Like I'm going to go yeah, out and say I it, agree. And I there's agree. no there's no shot in hell this small town in the middle of all these cornfields. If we did not have a university, would even be on the radar of any like as any major city. So it's 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 good to see that we have people like you on campus with the position that you have taking full advantage of not only changing these, you know, these students lives, but making an impact on the community around you going to these other events, whether it's high school events, youth events, helping out, you know, the next generations. And it it's something that you said, too, it's, it's come full circle. The rest of the mm-hmm. book's not written. You still have a couple chapters to be finished. You know, what? You know, like you said, you don't even know what tomorrow brings for this program. Correct. Right now, the, you know, the main focus, the main focus, and I think a real stick it to the athletic, you know, move mm-hmm. is – you got to go out and you got to get first place and that's I know
0: we're, we're and trying that's, <laughs>
1: no I know and, and I don't mean to be all tough on you like I'm no, giving a rah-rah I'm speech here, yo I'm
0: here for it in the I'm, locker room I'm, but I'm all here for the pep talks.
1: <laughs> if you guys if you guys get first place or if you guys again place top three which I don't know how the the whole is probably like gold is it like gold silver bronze like kind of like how yeah sorry yeah, the first yeah, three are the important
0: like for, for, yeah first second and third is only people that really get recognized
1: so. if you guys if you guys go out and do that again like what what more can you guys do to prove that you know you guys have a great program mm-hmm. and to attendance is down i mean i know that yes, cheerleading, yes, uh, the, it's the cheerleading I, team I, is is not a a uh, huge part of student attendance yeah. or bringing For people sure, to the I games do, I but i will
0: say that i do have a lot of emails weekly from people that do want to come and cheer there so.
1: yeah well and it's it's like you like you said you you eat sleep and breathe cheer so it's like correct in, in football football coaches know so many people cheerleading coaches i can only imagine the same thing your network you know that's yes, that's it's that's, huge. that's another reason too it's like I really wanted to get you on the podcast because I had, you know, I wanted to put our two networks together to see what we could do to help make this grow because like, you know, I'm not, I'm not as keen on cheerleading as I am on football, but one thing I can do is get (laughs) you on Let me teach you, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm going to come out. I'll be out there on Saturday. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about too. Come
0: introduce yourself. We'll teach you some moves. We'll take a few pictures. (laughs) We'll hook it up.
1: Absolutely. So Saturday, you you know what so you guys are gonna be out there at the game. Are you guys pulling the double header schedule? Are you guys doing um, women's and men's I or so we
0: have done that in the past. I I think that I didn't realize it was a double but we've always served the double on in the past. So I believe that yes, we will be doing both the women's and the men's games.
1: Can you do me one favor? And like you know how there's what like the, that, the, the the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where they push the game to overtime. Can you push yes. the women's game to overtime so the men's <laughs> game doesn't start until about 4 so I can make it there on time, please?
0: Yeah. I will try to stall as best as possible. I yeah, can make hey, a scene. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like get, this...
1: Do, like, a super long routine, and then it'll yeah. be like the Jordan Belfort and uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It'll <laughs> be like, I'm not leaving.
0: Yeah. I'm not we'll leaving. We'll try to make a scene just so Brandon can get there on time.
1: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So – One thing I wanted to ask you too, so you had mentioned, so the fundraising that we got going on right now, is this the fundraising that we're basically, we need for the Daytona trip?
0: Yeah, pretty much anything from here on out goes straight into our Daytona fund. Um, We don't have everything paid for. Like I said, we're still working on chipping away at that 12 grand for the registration fee. Um, So yeah, so we're just really, every single penny that we make from here on out goes straight Um, to Daytona and to the kids and to lower their, to offset the cost at what they're going to have to pay at the end of the season, like before we compete.
1: Before you compete. And do we have like a goal number that we need to meet? Cause I, I mean, I've, I actually have done GoFundMes before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done, I've been pretty successful. I do have a pretty big network and I feel like I can be an asset to help you guys. But do we have a number that is where we need to reach and a certain date, like a target date that we need to get there by?
0: Um, I mean, I like, we set up our GoFundMe and I think we put like 15 grand or something like that, but it was very much to just like disperse and keep the, the program running. I mean, the reality yeah. of the situation is if we don't meet any sort of goal, the kids just pay out of pocket. So it's, we're going to go to Daytona regardless. Like we're okay. going to make it well, happen. Well, I'm glad, just, I'm glad
1: to hear that. Cause that's of, one yeah, thing that would break my heart. We've
0: come, yeah. We've come way too far to, you know, you know, not get to compete, but it's just whether the kids have to pay out of their pocket to get there. you know, registration per kid to just be able to compete is $447.
1: Yeah, that would, that would hit me right in the pockets on a Monday. I'd be eating ramen noodles and McChicken's all week.
0: So it's, it's that, um, on top of, you know, paying $300, $400 for a flight or for a bus to get us from Orlando to Daytona, like all these things just start and to then add you, you up. You know, you so. got to
1: take into effect. No one goes to another city or like a sporting event and doesn't spend money. You're going to spend money on I mean, food. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got to eat. You're you an athlete. To you got to survive. Gotta eat.
0: Yeah. So I was going to say, just...
1: go, going out, going out there on an empty stomach. Good luck someone's passing out you know
0: yeah you know what it's 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 crazy to say the and least like
1: and it's too it's like you guys are athletes too so it's like you, you know you want to be eating healthy you get you can't have correct. you yeah. can't have I mean I don't know I'm not you know I'm not really into the whole body movement but at the end of the day you know you do have a certain image to uphold as a cheerleader and you know eating healthy is part of that working out and stuff and all that nature is part of that and if you're not able you know I'm a college kid I you went to college too you know when you're in college you're just eating what you can afford i try to keep yeah. it as healthy i try to keep it as healthy as possible but it's it's a tough, it's a tough <laughs> it's, gig it's you hard. got over here yeah
0: no so it's what hard to be all right so this is
1: this is the hardest hitting question that i want to ask you what's the hardest part of your job
0: um i think the hardest part of my job is getting people to appreciate my program as much as I do. I think that's the hardest part is just bringing to light all the things that we go through. I mean, aside, like let's set money aside. Um, I mean, financially it is very draining for me, but I obviously nobody generally, unless you're a football coach or someone, most people don't make a lot of money coaching, right? You do it for the greater good. Um, but yeah, money, money is really hard. That's a hard aspect of it, but I think it's just, you know, getting people to respect cheerleading as a whole is probably a hard, a hard thing to, to deal with as a coach. Um, but it, you know, we don't do it for the gratification from other people, but
1: exactly. I love to hear that. That's one thing too. It's like, you got to go up. You got to love yourself as the person, love the team that's around you. Go and do it mm-hmm. for, you know, the, I, you know, Derek, it's it's different for me because I always say go and do it for the brother that's next to you. Go and do it for the brother or sister that's next yeah, to you.
0: Exactly. And just go my out and kill it. My kids live by that. Yeah. My kids definitely live by that. It's something that gets talked about um, on the mat nonstop at practice. You know, if you're not going to do it for yourself, you're going to do it for the person next to you. And, Like I said, I'm just super lucky to coach the most amazing group of kids that I could possibly ask for. And they really just, they do this because they love cheerleading, but most importantly, they love each other and they just, they want to, you know, they want to do it for their team. So I got pretty lucky.
1: Yeah. and, And, you know, like you said, they are a quality group, another quality group of athletes that we have here on campus. And you guys, you you know you see i know you see the hashtags from the football team and all the other athletic programs yeah. but you guys are a testament to the hard to way. to the hard way
0: yep i know literally, literally we, you know, we say, we the say, hard way we say that all the time we do we do say that we use the football hashtag all the the football hashtag all the time because we're like we are the definition of the hard way we always joke like nothing regarding our program is easy whatsoever but we do it because we love cheerleading and we, we want to with our passion. So, you know, you just got to kind of work through the adversity to get to where you want to be. And I think at this point in time, myself and the team have really just accepted that this is what our um, position is. And now the best thing to do is, you know, make the best of the situation, put one step, one foot in front of the other and just move forward and do everything that we can to keep the program going, regardless of who's in our corner, who's not, you know.
1: Well, I will tell you this, you definitely gained uh, one follower and I'm definitely going to bring my ragged bunch of followers with me <laughs>
0: uh,
1: from the sports Sportsnet because this, you know, I talked to a lot of players I've done, I would want to say, you know, I've done about three NIU interviews with players, three for my Notre Dame podcast, but mm-hmm. this was an interview that I didn't really know what to expect, but an interview that I think really needed to be done. I feel that
0: Thank you. you know,
1: without you having a specific platform for you to be able to come on and speak and give everyone all the details, people would be maybe leery or, or hesitant to donate and hesitant to support. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, if you were running for some sort of campaign or office, <laughs> I'd, I'd vote for you. You have my vote. But it's <laughs> it's it's been a really great conversation. And I really do appreciate you going, you know, coming on the show here today. Um, where can we find, so I want you to plug a couple social media accounts. So I'm sure you have, do you have a team official account? Can you go ahead and plug that one for me? We have,
0: we have, um, an Instagram, a Twitter and a Facebook. Both are, um, both our Instagram and our Twitter are just at NIU cheerleading. Okay. Um, and then our Facebook page is another one where we send out a lot of information. It's just, uh, Northern Illinois University cheerleading. I'm sure if you just Google that or like put that in a put in the search bar, everything will pop up. Um, yeah, I mean, we have, we also have a GoFundMe it's GoFundMe.com slash save the cheerleaders. Like if you go on Fatty's website, all of that is LinkedIn, but pretty much every link is in our bio or on our social media platforms for anybody to have access to. If they would love to donate. I mean, we're, I'm, I'm pretty shocked though. Like our GoFundMe has only been up since yesterday and we already raised $550. So I I just wait, just wait until I wait
1: until I get this episode out. I was getting,
0: I was getting getting emails from alumni. Like, Oh my God. Like, is is this true? Like, are you guys a club? Are you guys like, do they like, why weren't you guys at the basketball game? I think that's the hardest question for me to answer. Like it was like a dagger to my heart, but I got an email from an alumni and someone that was like a season ticket holder for like football, women's basketball, men's basketball. And they were like, Hey, you know, like, why weren't you at the basketball game? I asked, yeah. I asked why the team was at the basketball game and someone told me that the program got cut. And then I, I have all these questions. Would you mind like answering? Like we need you guys in the sidelines. So it was like, exactly. I really was, t- I was taken back by that. Cause I truly didn't think that a lot of people cared. You know, I didn't, I didn't know people cared. We've been going through this for the last two and a half years this is my third season here going through the things that we're, we're facing. So it was nice to, you know, get that reassurance from, the NIU alumni or the fans of um, any of Husky Nation whatsoever to know that people actually do care about our program and, you know, want us to keep going and that we do make a difference in the atmosphere of game day, whatever it may be. Um, it was just really reassuring to hear something like that. So I do super just appreciate you, Brandon, so much for even giving the opportunity to, to speak on this platform. Again, I could speak until I'm blue in the face because I'm so passionate about what I do and who I, can I do feel, it I for. I can feel
1: it through the phone.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm glad, you know, I just, I, I could talk forever about how great my kids are and, and how much I just want this program to continue to be successful, um, despite all of the issues that we've faced. So, so I, yeah, I hope people, you know, listen and take light of this and, you know, take action and, and want to help us, you know, succeed and get to Daytona and all these things. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky at the place that I'm in. And I just really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to me.
1: Hey, absolutely. And, And I'd love to have you on the show here at another time, but where can we find you at, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff.
0: Um, at <laughs> you want to follow me personally, or if you want to follow the NIU cheer account, like I said, NIU cheerleading.
1: Yeah, we always plug everyone's social accounts on the show. Like I said, this is my first non-player interview, but I'd like to think it went pretty well. And, and this was a very important topic and a pressing topic here in DeKalb, especially considering when, you know, like you said, you got alumni and other people um reaching out to you like yo why aren't you at the game and and that that kind of rubs me the wrong way that the alumni and these people aren't really um I mean I guess the school I haven't researched it so I won't throw them under the bus but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of like hush hush like yo the cheerleaders are not part of the program you know it's I I didn't know that I didn't know that until this morning and that was I was like I don't got class until later like this is something that I really want to get out to the people so I didn't know what you had going on today. I do really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we look forward—we'll have you, you know, back on maybe around football season or maybe uh, over Absolutely. the summer, summertime to see, you know, where the cheerleading team is at, what's going on. Yeah, if you guys I'd are coming back, that. and mm-hmm. we can actually, you know, we'll talk some Bears football too because you know training camp I'm will be heating up.
0: It. Yeah, and so training, and to, all these things are coming up. So we
1: can, A, we we actually might add you as a third voice on the podcast because i think you're pretty pretty knowledgeable and uh one thing that i've always always wanted here for the on tap is for us to have um female writers and and you know people on the podcast and that's just i would
0: love to we haven't had a little bit in podcasts in the past so i would love to join you guys
1: Hey, I love to hear it. And I don't know if we've had I don't know if we've had, you know, people reach out in the past. I know for the Huskies on tap uh, when I made my small post just looking for maybe an extra writer, a photographer or someone, we did not get any females. So I think uh, this was this could be a good business working relationship. Uh, We'll definitely we'll definitely look to promote all your stuff, because at the end of the day, like I said several times and you said in the episode, it's a staple in college football. It's a staple in college basketball. Get these guys and girls out there on the sideline, you know. Get them back in the 50-50 raffle too. I'm sure that they're, you know, I don't know. I'm I sure they probably that. went. I'm, I'm sure they probably went with a volunteer, but I mean, come on. It's this is this is this is simple business. Like let's yeah. when you go to when you go to like a, even like a double A or a triple A baseball game, the people that are giving that stuff out isn't someone that doesn't want to be there. It's like an energetic, fun game day type of person, and you guys yeah, are as big a part as the game day operations, as a lot of other people involved in it, I won't say the actual team itself, but there's a lot of people that go, there's a lot of people that go into the game day operations, whether it's ushers, people work in the parking lot, people work in the stands, and the fact that you guys are kind of shunned rubs me the wrong way, but I think we knock a lot of bad stigmas, whether it be, you know, football and cheerleading stigmas, stuff that's going on around campus, some of the, you know, I guess you would say the bad air around the team, but it's like, you are the leader of, I guess. You know, I'm gonna go out and say it. Just as tenacious of a bunch as yourself, you guys compete. You guys are finishing towards the top at second or third in the last two mm-hmm. events. I wish you guys nothing but the best. I hope you guys can. I don't Thanks, know if certainly. it's a gold medal or a first place. It is.
0: We won Is it a gold? We're trying. We're trying. Hey. it's a ring it's a ring we want a ring just like any other sport it's a it's a massive gaudy whatever i want it to look like and i want and i I want
1: to go out (laughs) and say this too it's a ring that you do not have to pay for so no no no, we do (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I got to cut that out. Damn. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> uh, that would have been yeah, a, that would have been, been crazy. We
0: do unfortunately have to, you know, pay for it after we do win. We do get a massive trophy if we do. That's like okay. we, get a, we get a we get a trophy and we get jackets, but like everybody wants the natty's ring, right? So like I, say, is, like I was gonna say I
1: was gonna say said, so it's usually the, NCAA, the school right? Pays,
0: yeah, usually the school pays for it, but like in our case, it's not gonna be a thing. Um. Like, you just like the Mac. It's like when the kids win the Mac. I don't know yeah. if they pay. Do they pay for their rings? Do they pay for their I'm rings? Not for the football sure.
1: team? I'm not sure. I'm going to have to ask know. one
0: of the guys. I'll yeah, ask, not, I'll ask either sure, Tray like Sean that, or like Kelty big, or one of the boys. Yeah, it's this big, gaudy ring. I love both of those guys, and I wish them the best as well. I just talked to Kel the other day. Great guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, I hope the Bears go out and get him because oh, he would, uh, amazing. He had – our hammock was up there at Hallis Hall um, last week and they, I think it was earlier in the week, actually, and he got the Mental Toughness Award. So I'm I already, did. I saw that. I'm already knowing that Ryan Pace, being the guy he is, definitely had to have an interview with him. And the safety position is a position that needs to be filled. All we have is Eddie Jackson and Kentrell Bryce back there. So McKelty Williams, NIU product, formerly <laughs> of Notre Dame and Iowa Western. Bring him to the how Bears. Could, how
0: could you not want that man on your team? Let's be for real. He's a Absolutely. leader through and through, and he is just – so gritty on the field i'm
1: shout out to, for it shout out to kelsey we're gonna try and yeah, get you a wrap it over out. it. we're gonna get you a <laughs> wrap over at fatty's but you know like you said the NCA, the ncaa the uca whatever it is they're gonna make you pay for it because at the end of the day the organizations running it do not care about right. the athlete yeah they're yeah. in it and even cheerleading they're in it for the money mm-hmm. it seems oh, like a hundred very, 100% sp-
0: a very
1: steep price just to show up yeah, so how crazy right yeah it's so
0: crazy
1: I won't hold you for too much longer, Aubrey. Yeah. I really, really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart for you coming on this episode today. Um, and I will get, you know, I'll see you out there on Saturday. Hope you guys have a great performance out there, and best of luck to you guys in Daytona. One thing Thank I you do so want, much. I do want you to do though before um, before the episode's over is, you know, I want you guys or I want you to give, you know, words of advice or shout out your team.
0: Oh, words of advice, man. Just keep grinding it out. I know we're at a really tough we're at a really tough spot right now. You know, things are really heating up. They're practicing every single day. It's long hours, you know, there's injuries, all these things. Um, Just, just hang in there. We're, we have a really talented team this year and it's unlike any other. And I fully believe that if I'm going to win, it's going to be with this group of kids. And I just hope that they believe in themselves as much as I believe in them. And I really think that this is the year. So we're hoping to come back and, you know, Come back with that ring that we have to pay for on our finger.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might not actually cut that out because that. I mean, honestly, I was thinking about it too. Once we got to like the hour mark, I was like, I feel like there really hasn't <laughs> been like any issues. Like this has just been a conversation that's flown Like we're sitting at hour twenty right now. Hopefully, if you made it to this point in the episode, yeah, uh, you know we do we do appreciate you if you made it this far because it's great yeah, for our numbers. But but hey, the woman, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Aubrey Gallione, the NIU cheerleading coach, we got her here at Huskies on Tap. Make sure to check them out this Saturday at the Convocation Center for the doubleheader. Hopefully they'll be out there. Hopefully she can pause the game for me, uh, you know, so I can get there on time. I'll work on but it. But they have, you know, like you said, they have the fundraiser at Fatty's coming up. There's the GoFundMe. There's plenty of opportunities to help this team out because at the end of the day, it, it's it's something that just needs to be there. It, it's it's not a complete game day operations if you don't have the cheerleaders it's, it's it's not like an nfl team where it's like hey we play in green bay it's too cold for them let's yeah let's do something else but <laughs> i mean i got nothing i i i gotta get to editing this because this is going to be a great episode <laughs> i i can't wait to get this out there to all the people and um you know i got nothing else you know do you have anything else Thank you wrap Brandon. up thoughts for our listeners
0: No, I just really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to kind of talk about this. I know I can rant on forever, but I appreciate everything that you do, you know, bringing athletes to light and being able to just like give people platform is super important. So Brandon, keep doing what you're doing and hopefully we'll, you know, continue our relationship in the, in the next couple of weeks. And I'll, I'll meet you at the basketball game. You'll come in. Maybe I'll give you a t-shirt. And Ooh, I like push, I like t-shirts. We'll, te- we'll teach you a stunt or something. We'll educate you a little bit, but yeah, I'm super excited. and I really appreciate you um, giving me the time.
1: I was gonna say, me do, trying to do a stunt or t- learn a stunt is great for content, so I'm all in on that. Okay, let's do
0: it. I'm so <laughs> Absolutely. here. Absolutely.
1: All right, well, so Huskies on it. tap, listeners. You to hear it here. You heard it here first. I'm gonna figure out <laughs> this cheer routine. But I got nothing else for you guys today. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Thank you to our guest, Aubrey Galeone. And go Huskies. Go dog.